It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Today, we are going to break down the 2023-2024 Washington Wizards schedule, and we're going to kind of break down the new in-season tournament, because I know a lot of people are kind of inquisitive about that, so we're going to break it down this episode next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Wiz fans? This is your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. So we are going to talk about the new 2023 to 2024 Washington Wizards schedule, um, looking at iconic dates and what, what games really come out to us. And then we're going to look at the new in-season tournament, how it breaks down and how it affects the Wizards going forward this season. So let's get into it, E. Um, looking at the, the 2023 to 2024 uh, schedule, um, is it really surprising to you that we only got one nationally televised game? And what other key dates and games kind of stand out to you? No, not at all. I mean, we're projected to be the, the worst team in the NBA. We're the worst teams in the NBA. We're projected to have a top five pick. And so it's not a surprise at all that we get one. Now, we did get a – we got a couple NBA TV games. I don't consider those national TV games. National TV games to me are ABC and TNT. Those are national TV – and ESPN. Those are nationally televised games to me. Uh, and it's so funny because the NBA TV game is the Bradley Bill reunion game or the Bradley Bill coming back to D.C. game. They didn't even give that an ESPN game or ABC or a TNT. They didn't give it not even a Tuesday night TNT game. They didn't give it any respect at all. Now, the Jordan Poole, of course, reunion back in Golden State with the whole Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Guess what? That got an ESPN game. They made sure that one is nationally televised. So it kind of tells what the national media thinks. They just they're not really. Uh, hyped up about the Bradley Bill reunion to DC. They're more hyped about hyped up about Jordan Poole and Draymond Green and, and, and that beef that happened or, or is still is going on. So it kind of tells you what the national media thinks about that. So yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Um, and you know, right now there's just a roster we're in a research and development kind of year. So they don't we I don't I don't expect us to win a lot of games either. So I'm not surprised. They're just not a a, a sexy team for nationally national televised games. Uh, and, you know, you see other teams like the Pacers. They only got one national TV game. So there's a lot of teams that only got one. I want to say that the Pistons got one. They 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 only deserve one as well. But uh, games that certainly stand up to me, of course, the Bradley Bill reunion. Uh, we saw him at a Drake concert. We already saw how fans responded to him. So when they show him on the Jumbotron or on the big board, we're, we definitely see what kind of reaction he's going to get. Uh, some fans said, who is that? So that was pretty hilarious. Uh, we do play the Pacers again in the first game of the season. That We did that last year, so they're not really getting creative with our schedule at all. Of course, we got the in-season tournament 
couple of back-to-backs, of course. Uh, games that I wrote down, uh, Chris has Porzingis. We play the Celtics. He might not even be available for that game uh, either uh, is the thing. I'm trying to pull up the schedule here. Bear with me. When is that game? But that one stood out to me. And then uh, Tyus going back to Memphis for the uh, with the Grizzlies. Um, Rui coming back to D.C. April 3rd. That should be fun. Uh, we play against Victor Wimbayama and Jokic back-to-back game. So playing against two really good bigs, Bilal versus Wimby. You know, they both played together last year as teammates. We didn't get to see them play against each other in the summer league. Did Nilo Gallinari has some bad blood with the Celtics. He said uh, – I forgot what he tweeted out about the Celtics, but he said that he wants to get back at the Celtics or something like that. Uh, and uh, Monte Morris coming back to D.C. You know, Monte Morris had a little – back and forth with the fans when uh, saying that he uh, saying that one of the fans said that he was going to get traded. He didn't like that at all. And um, those are some of the games that said, I already said Tyus with the Grizzlies, his reunion. Uh, but other than that, we don't really have any crazy games. we got, to, of course we got our, our normal West West coast road trip, but I'm definitely looking for that. And then uh, we play the nets. Uh, I'm going to pull up the schedule right here too. But probably when you're talking, I'll probably find it. But, I, of course, you got the, the Dinwiddie versus Kyle Kuzma reunion. Of course, when Dinwiddie comes back, he's probably going to get a lot of booze as well. Yeah, a lot of storylines, man. A lot of storylines this year. But um, I'm not surprised either. Um, just like you said, it shows how the national media kind of feels about the Wizards. And that's cool. You know, I, I think that is a good thing for this franchise because it's a young team, not a lot of pressure. You know, just go out and play. You know, you don't. We're not really in the state to have nationally televised games anyway, so it's not really a big loss. But I mean, looking at the schedule, man, I'm gonna say this. Um, what I like about the new schedule is that, um, your road trips are no more than four games. You know, we have two West Coast trips, on, and I'm looking at it right now. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, the first one starting December seventeenth, uh, December seventeenth at Phoenix is four games. Um, and then the second one is. Brr- February 12th at Dallas, and that's four games. So no more seven-game West Coast trips, you know, is is a, is a reasonable schedule. Um, like you said, Indiana again, it feels like we it feels like we played them a couple years, uh, you know, uh, the opening night. But um, looking at the schedule, I'm now out the gate. Now, I know we're not going to be a good team, but out the gate, we're going to get tested. Uh, we've got uh, Memphis, Boston, Atlanta, Miami, and Philadelphia. So that's going to be interesting. But again, you know, I think it's – I think they've made improvements. Like I said, no more than four games for a road trip, East Coast or West Coast. So I think there's a big improvement. But, you know, the fact that Bradley Bill, the fact that it's not even an ESPN or a TNT game shows you how the national media feels about him as well. You know, they, I mean, do they really consider him a superstar? I know that was the biggest thing in D.C. is that, you know, I know that the biggest gripe was, you know, the Supermax, you know, nobody considers him a uh, superstar. I think the fact that the game where he's coming back to D.C., it's not even a nationally televised game. It says a lot about how the national media views him. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, but like you said, a lot of storylines. I mean, Dinwiddie, I mean, it's, that's going to be funny to see Dinwiddie come back, uh, you know, Kuzma. But I think the marquee matchup is definitely Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. I think that's the matchup that everybody's looking forward to. But like you said, um, it's going to be interesting, again, how this fan base responds to Bradley Bill. You know, he came back home for a little bit. Or I'm not back home, but, you know, he came back to D.C., at the at the Drake concert with uh with KD and he did not mm-hmm. get the nicest reception. So right. a lot of people feel a certain way about how he left. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, I mean it's it is what it is. You know we're not gonna be a good team. 
But, you know, overall, looking at the schedule, man, I do like the fact that, you know, road trips are on more than four games. It's just I think the players – I think the NBA is trying to make it to where players are getting more rest to a certain degree because they don't want to see these star players doing rest games, you know, because a lot of people pay tickets to go see a star player, you know, and then for them to sit, it kind of a really bad mark on the NBA. So I think that's a big reason why they're not doing a lot of back-to-backs because we were talking before, man, uh, and looking at the schedule, there's not a lot of back-to-backs. Um, November 12th and 13th is one. I mean, but I'm looking at it right now. There's not a lot of back to back. So that's another improvement. So, yeah, man. Um, like I said, the storylines, but I don't see much noise outside of the Jordan Poole, Draymond reunion and Bradley Bill come back to D.C. Yeah, we don't have a lot of rivalries. We don't have any rivalries at this point. We're not including in the rivalry week. And we got three NBA TV games and one national TV game. I know the national TV game that we had last year, they actually kicked us out of that game. They took it away from us. It was against the Hawks. Uh, And I can certainly see that happening again. Uh, Just looking at, yeah, the West Coast road trip. It starts with Phoenix. We play Phoenix. Where is it at? It's so hard to look at the schedule sometimes. Yeah, Phoenix at 8 o'clock on Sunday, 8 o'clock. And then Sacramento at 10, Portland at 10, Golden State at 10 p.m. That's on ESPN. On December 22nd, of course, we don't get a Christmas Day game. We play the day after Christmas. We do get an MLK Day game against Detroit. That is the game where Monte Morris comes back. Uh, and we played them at 3 o'clock. And we also play on Easter Sunday. That game is – where is it at? I gotta look at April – yeah, I want to say it's April 7th against Toronto at Toronto at 6 p.m. So we do have a couple of holiday games. And um, Rui comes back – April 3rd. So that is later in the day. And of course, we got some of the uh, in season tournament games. That's every Friday, which is the in season tournament games. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that next. So, because there's a lot of pieces to that. But yeah, before I move on, man, um, like I said, the storylines, but <laughs> looking at Monty Morris, I'm looking at the comments. A shout out to Guru Strong, man. <laughs> I think his, uh, his video is going to be a whole 30 seconds. You know, it's a tribute <laughs> video. But. <laughs> But, yeah, we're going to go ahead and move on, man. Um, Like I said, before we move, man, it's just not a lot of storylines, but I think that's a good thing for the Wiz, man, was focused just mm-hmm. on playing. We don't, we're don't, we not ready for nationally televised games. You know, it was, was earned that, man. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like this guy. You know, I really do. So uh, we're going to move on, man. Uh, we're going to talk about and break down the end-season tournament, the new end-season tournament before we do. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on the Super Bowl winner, which could be the Commanders, I'm just saying, you can get bonus bets every time you win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you can get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over and unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash on. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed on so let's get right into it so this year is going to be the inaugural year for the end 
season tournament. So I'm gonna go ahead and um shout out to Bulls Forever because they kind of broke it down for me to make it real simple for me. So uh, the NBA's inaugural in-season tournament will be taking place month of November. The Wizards schedule is as follows: uh, November third at Miami at eight p.m., uh, November tenth at home versus Charlotte, November seventeenth at home versus New York. Both of them are seven o'clock games, and on my birthday, by the way, uh, November 24th at Milwaukee at 8 p.m. Each game will take place on Friday in November, so the crowds should be bigger than usual for these games. Um, they count towards the Wizards' regular season schedule. Each conference consists of three groups. Now, the Wizards are in Bravo group or B group, um, which consists of Miami, Milwaukee, New York, and Charlotte. Uh, the team with the best record in each group would advance to a knockout round. There will also be one team per conference that finishes in second place which will be known as a wild card, kind of a baseball thing that will also advance. Uh, the semifinals and finals will take place in Las Vegas on December 7th and 9th. And for your information, the Wizards' full 80-game schedule releases uh, releases today, but it's uh, 80 games because two are yet to be determined. So and um, before we move on again, uh, the biggest two games are point, kind of pointing out is Bradley Bill's return to Washington and Jordan Poole's return to Golden State. But looking at the end-season tournament, what is your opinion of this? Do you think, I mean, what, what do you think is the biggest reason why the NBA wanted to implement an in-season tournament? Oh, money rules everything around me, you know. You got to get the money. So it's just what it is. It's kind of like the NCAA where they added, it was 62 teams at one point. It was a 64. Then it went to 68. They had the play-in, uh, they had the play-in or whatever they call it, the first four in the NCAA. And then, of course, the NFL, they added another team to the wild card. So, and then, of course, the NBA, uh, after the bubble, they added a play-in tournament. So everything, every sport, almost every sport has added something uh, to kind of like add more revenue and more money and more games, more competition. I uh, even think in the WNBA I was watching, it was like the Commissioner's Cup or something like that. It was the Liberty versus the uh, Las Vegas Aces. So that's some, some type of in-season type of tournament championship kind of thing too. Uh, I want to say hockey has something like that too, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think soccer some has something similar to that too in some of the soccer leagues. So it's all about money, man. They're, and I heard they're going to have different jerseys for it. The tournament is going to be in Las Vegas as well. So, of course, they're going to want people to buy the jerseys for the in-season tournament and uh, the TV deals and, you know, some of the games are going to be nationally televised. I know ours aren't, but I know some other teams' in-season tournament games are going to be nationally televised. And it's in Vegas. Like, the, the semifinals and the finals game is in Las Vegas. I don't know how many people are going to be going. Like, is it going to be empty stands? You know, so we'll see what happens with that. But, um, yeah, it's all a money grab. It's all a money grab. And they, they, they think it's going to make it a little bit more competitive. So some teams that, you know, that are tanking, they may want to compete harder because there's incentives. I think the, the, the champion gets $500,000. Each player on a team gets $500,000. So, I mean, it, it, it's just a money grab. And I'll be watching, you know, because I love basketball, so I'll be watching. Anytime the Wizards play, whatever it is, I'll watch. So it, it's kind of like a play-in tournament or another adding another team to the NFL playoffs, kind of similar to that, but not as bad because it would be crazy if a team that is that doesn't have a chance to really win a championship in a seven-game series like us, like let's say we have a couple good nights, because we're playing every Friday, let's say we get hot or something like that, and the Wizards fool around and win the in-season tournament. I don't see that happening, but that would be hilarious if somebody like the, the Hornets or the Spurs or the Blazers fool around and win a couple games in the in-season tournament and get to the in-season championship. Highly doubt that happens, but it would be hilarious. I'll say this, man. Cash rules everything around me. Green get go. the money. Dollar, yep. dollar bill, y'all, man. That's what it is. Um, you know, they're trying to – 
re- I get it. You know, revenue, something new. Um, at first, I was kind of like, man, what are we doing, man? It, it, it reminds me of the NIT in the NCAA mm-hmm. basketball. You know, the, there's a preseason NIT and postseason. Um, usually, if you're in a postseason, it means you didn't make the NCAA tournament, so it's not the most popular tournament to be in. But I'll say this, man. Um, business, man. You know, economics 101, man. You know, businesses thrive when they add new elements to their business, man. You know, when you're stagnant, you die out. Um, you know, this is if you look at international basketball, you know, a lot of international leagues, they really made up that gap as far as talent pool. And, and people are watching a lot of these foreign leagues, you know, the Euro League. Um, so the NBA had to do something to really take a step up and really become that gold standard again. Because, again, you know, a lot of these leagues overseas, they're starting to bring out a lot of talent. So I get the business side of it. You know, I'm, I'm very interested to see. Plus, you bring in jerseys. I'm a jersey guy, so I'm kind of happy about that. But um, I'm willing to give it a try. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the playing tournament. I thought the playing tournament was a dumb idea. But, <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, especially last season with Miami, now I kind of see the point of a plan, and I kind of like it. So I think it's one of those things that is new. Um so I'm gonna give it a chance, but I I think it'll be cool, man. Um, they're they're trying to add new dynamics to it, so I, I totally get what they're trying to do because you know it's just economics one on one, man. You got to add new dynamics to the league, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, just like I said, yeah. there's a lot of moving pieces. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I found the pricing or the 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 prize that the players get. Yeah. So if, if they win the in season tournament, they get five hundred thousand dollars per player. If they reach the final game, the championship game, two hundred thousand dollars per player. You reach the semifinal game, one hundred thousand dollars per player. If you reach the quarterfinal game, fifty thousand dollars per player. So that is really helpful for a rookie or a guy on a two-way contract. Uh, say like uh, who, who's on a two-way? Uh, Eugene and, and uh, Jared Butler, guys like that. They can easily get fifty thousand dollars or one hundred thousand dollars if 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 the Wizards made it that far. It would help those yeah. guys. Somebody like Kuzma or. Jordan Poole. I'm not going to say they don't need the money, but of course they're they're not like, oh man, I can get five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, they'll they'll be happy to get it, of course, but you know, they just got a twenty five. Kuz just got a twenty five million dollar deal, and then and uh and uh, Jordan Poole just got what a twenty eight million dollar deal. Look, man, a hundred k ain't gonna last one night at the Rose Bar with Jordan Poole. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but, shout out to John I mean, Wall too. Oh man, shout out to John Wall, man. You know. <laughs> But, I mean, it's something new, man. I'm all about something new. You know, like I said, at first, I was like, man, what are we doing? It just reminds me of the NIT. But then I, I get it, man. It's something new, mm-hmm. um, especially the jerseys. Because, you know, look, here's the thing that um, people don't realize about the NBA as opposed to the NFL, Major League Baseball, other pro leagues is that, you know, the NBA is a fashion league. You know, shoes, you know, jerseys. You know, there's a lot that comes with it. So I get that. The jersey part, I get. So, you know, the business part, I, I dig it. You know, and I kind of thought about it. And I, the more that I talk about it, the more I really like the idea now. But um yeah it's an interesting idea yeah, it really is and you know the, the commissioner he's trying to add new dynamics too so I, i'm with it man you know I, I definitely like what i what i see from the uh in season tournament so we'll see how successful it is uh, how popular it is um again you know the revenue stream and you know here's another thing you need to think of before we move on and go to comments man is that it's bringing exposure to las vegas because if you look at expansion which is a big room in the nba right now there's two cities they're looking at seattle to bring them sonics back mm-hmm. and las vegas so you know that this is the part of the nba's effort to try to you know get uh las vegas kind of push them into the nba limelight a little bit so mm. i definitely get it man because i would love to see the sonics come back and i would love to see a team in las vegas because it was rumored that lebron man you know down the road could, he would love to 
be the owner of a team in Las Vegas. So that's another dynamic to look at. But um, before we get into comments, man, did you want to cover anything as far as the new schedule or in-season tournament? Um, just to schedule in general, I guess some some teams that I'm looking forward to, to that I want to see. I do want to see Scoot Henderson. We don't play him until April 5th. So that's really towards the end of the year. The Rockets, we don't play them at home until March 19th. I do want to see one of the Thompson twins. I think I think they got Amen uh, on the on the Rockets. I, I would I would really want to see him play in person and Cam Whitmore play in person. But uh we don't play them until March 19th. So we'll see if they're available. And then if there's any other marquee players that I want to see. That's that's really about it. Just some of the rookies that I'm, I'm really intrigued in seeing. Then, of course, Indiana. When we play Indiana, it will always have that storyline with Bilal and uh, Jairus Walker since we did make that trade with the Pacers to move up a spot, giving up two second-round picks. Yeah, I'm with you, man. So um, we're going to go ahead and move on. We're going to get into comments. What do you guys think, man? And uh, and E, if you see any any of them, just go ahead and click on man. We'll go ahead. Um, yes, so sir. let's let's start with... This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Uh, Shout out AJ Rockstar. What's up? What's up? All right, let's see. Good. All right, here we go. Dante Barber said the Wizards have to fight and earn the respect. We mm-hmm. would get there. I love that comment, man. You know, absolutely. There's no pressure. No national televised games, no pressure from the young guys. Let's build, you know, we, we're building this franchise from the ground up. Let's earn that respect, you know. So I, I definitely agree with that. What do you think? Yeah, you have to earn it. The uh, Death Row DC team, the 2017 2018 team with John Wall, Marquis, Gortat, uh, Otto, and uh, Bradley Bill, of course, that team had 18 nationally televised games. And they earned it. I mean, that was the team where we went to the second round a year before where John Wall hit the big shot, stood on the table, said this is his house at the time it was. And uh, we had a good record. Well, we were 49, had 49 wins that season. And John Wall was all NBA player. They earned it. They certainly earned it. They, were, they, they had a good roster at that time. And they, yeah. they deserved it. They, had, they deserved 18 nationally televised games. When you made the playoffs, when you're a perennial playoff team at that time, the Wizards were – you deserve you deserve national TV games. When you don't make the playoffs two years in a row, you win thirty five games, back to back years, and then you know you got a you got a lot of young guys that are developing, and the roster is kind of wonky and weird right now. You're just not going to get a lot of national TV games. Even last year, we barely got national TV games. We didn't deserve any either. Just just being honest. So you got to earn them. Yeah, but that's the thing, man. And it kind of rolls into the next comment is um, AJ Rockstar. I like that we're building from the ground up in the fan base as well. We will have stronger fans in the future. I mean, the thing is, is that this franchise is often treated as a small market team, but it's not. You mm-hmm. know, if you're you're servicing the DMV, the DC, Maryland, and Virginia tri-state area, man, this is a major market, man. So 
they're they're doing all the right decisions, you know, getting rid of bad contracts, brought in a new front office, new additions to the coaching staff, uh, bringing the electric, you know, personalities in Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. They're doing all the right things to kind of bring prestige back to D.C. I want to see us be treated as a major market. I want to be up there in the future with the Philly, New York, L.A. You know, I definitely want to utilize this population we have in the tri-state area, man. So I think that, you know, again, no pressure. But I think that this is definitely a goal to work up to. So. Oh, 110%. 110 uh, says, we've been through a drought. Goo strong. I'm willing to bet Brad. He chickens out and won't play with a big player, Andrew Castro. And Brad <laughs> some ridiculous, some, uh, some BS injury. Uh, I can see that. I, I could see that. But either way, he's going to get that smoke. Either way, from the fans. He's going to get a lot of smoke from the fans. And they're still going to show him on the Jumbotron or on a big scoreboard. They're still going to do that. And, of course, Ted is going to give him a tribute. It's going to be a long tribute. So fans are definitely going to react. They are going to react, and he can't hide from it at all. Oh, Lord, they're going to give him like a 30-minute tribute. <laughs> Ted going to start crying and all that, man. <laughs> it's... But I, I think uh, he's really going to want to play. I think he's going to play. Shout out to Jordan Goodwin, too. I'm going to be excited to see him come back. Isaiah Todd, I don't know if he's still on the roster or not. I want to say they they actually waived him. If I'm not mistaken, but uh, yeah, it, I, I think he's actually going to want to play. I think he wants to play and uh, and kind of show off a little bit because when when people come back to DC who used to play for the Wizards, they try to show off when they come back. Yeah, I mean he's going to get that smoke. He is definitely going to get that smoke, man. But I guess you know a, a, a small part of me, man, is going to clap, man, because I mean ten years, you know, you're mm-hmm. always going to think about that backcourt, John Wall, good times with him, John Wall, Marquise Morris. List goes on, man. There were there's good memories here in DC with Brad, man. And you know, really shout out, man. Because if you look at the fact that um, you know, not many players in DC really had that influence off the court. You know, John Wall was well known to do a lot off the court, but Bradley Bill put his work in off the court, man. Um, so I mean, a, a, a small part of me, maybe it's that small violin is gonna be clapping, but <laughs> it's just the way he left, man. I get it. You know, a lot of not a lot of people are happy, so he's definitely gonna get that smoke. Yeah, I, I I have a lot of respect for Brad too. I really do. He has some good years with John Wall. Uh, we seen him improve as a player, one time All Star, or you know we saw him make an All Star game. We saw him yeah. make an All NBA team. So he he did improve as a player in this. And he he was a darn good player, darn good shooter. One uh, he was a darn good shooter. Put the ball on the floor a little bit. Of course, he had his flaws with turnovers in the clutch and just turnovers in general. But um, he was a heck of a scorer. He was. But, yeah. yeah, the way he left, of course, is him getting the no-trade clause, the keys to the city and everything, you know, just 30, 35-47, 35-47 back-to-back seasons with him, with him as the number one guy. And it's not – all of it's not his fault. You know, he took what Ted and, and Tommy Shepard gave him. So nobody – it's not a lot of people that would turn down what Tommy Shepard just gifted and gave to him and Teleonsis. Uh, yeah, I mean, he is what he is, man. He, mm-hmm. was, he was just not the number one guy. You know, he yeah. came in, he did his job as far as, you know, being that shooter, being that scorer. It just proven he wasn't, he wasn't that guy. And as you, we know that now, and it is what it is, man. So I definitely wish him well. I, you know, I wish him well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's just time to move on. So let's see. Um, back to Guru Strong. A lot of teams will sit their stars when they play us. We're the load management team this year. I hope not, man. I, I'll say this about that. Um, I'm never a big fan of people sitting their players. I, I'm not a fan of it, man. I'm, if, if Major League Baseball players can go out and play a 162-game schedule, man, where they're often playing four games in a row, we can go out and play a couple games. I mean, I, I've never liked the load management in the NBA, man, um, because the thing is, let's be totally honest here. 
NBA tickets are not the cheapest. When you go out and you you spend hundreds of dollars on a ticket and you go out there and, you're, and the guy's not even playing, that's the issue, man. So I hope not. I hope they really – and looking at the schedule, the fact that there's not a lot of back-to-backs, not a, you know, the road trips are small, I'm hoping they really stem that, man, because I've never been a big fan of load management, man. I get it. You know, you want rest. But, again, look at the examples. I mean, the NFL, there's a lot more contact. But in Major League Baseball, they're playing 162 games, man. And where often they're playing stretches where seven games in a row. So I just I don't buy that, man. Um, let's see. Yeah, and they're saying that the in season tournament will help prevent low management from happening. Like, yeah, because we got the Hornets in our, you know, we're 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 a team that's projected to be bad. The Hornets as well. So you know, teams we're we're in the same bracket as the Heat. So the Heat they. There's a lot of there's a lot of times where Jimmy missed some games, Tyler Hero missed some games. You know, we'll see what their roster's like anyway, because you know they, they most likely will get Damian Lillard. But that's just an example of the Heat. You know, they're not going to sit their guys because they if they really really want to win the end season tournament. That's the the NBA way, way of thinking that they want teams to be more competitive and have more incentive to play their guys in the middle of the season or some of the dog days of the season because they want to win the end season tournament. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I think load management, man. They really need to stem that, man. It really nip it in the bud. Um, Joshua Jenkins said, "Wizards and Warriors games is what I'm excited about." Look, I don't know who saw because me and E were laughing about. It. I don't know who saw the trailer for NBA 2K24, but they they, <laughs> they put it on there. They had uh Jordan Poole pull up on Draymond doing the ice on step back three, man. Even 2K starting to start some stuff, man. I thought that was hilarious. No, there's a lot of eyes on that game, man, because Draymond. It's just Draymond and Jordan Poole. You know, the, the fact that, you know, a lot of people just had a lot of nice things to say, Jordan Poole, kind of adds to the fire because you didn't hear much of Draymond saying nice things. But, you know, Clay coming out. So it's a lot of storylines. You know, I think there's going to be entertaining games. Like you, like you said, E, the Nets game, Dinwiddie, Mr. Crypto himself. Uh, there's just a lot of storylines. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kuzma and Dinwiddie beef on Twitter. <laughs> calling uh, Kuzma calling <laughs> Dinwiddie, Din Shiggity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was right on, too. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, let's see. Victoria Taylor said, looking forward to watching Jordan and Coos places. They would have to yeah, get bucket out there. Wizards might not be really good, but they should. They, thank you. They're not going to be good, but they're going to be fun to watch. I mean, they're going to be entertaining. So, I mean, I'll mm-hmm. take that any day. Of the week. Yeah, I think Victoria, not sa- I think she means not saggiest, but swaggiest. But thank yeah. you, Victoria, for the comment. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they definitely will have. Coos was going to have some 30-point games. Jordan Poole is going to have a pool party. He's going to have some 35, 40-point games for sure. They're definitely going to be getting buckets. They're going to get a lot of shots up. They're going to have the greenest of green lights and one mixtape tour, a lot of isolation, a lot of buckets between those two. Yeah, man. I mean, we know what Kuz brings to the table with the fashion, man. But Jordan Poole, man, coming to Chocolate City with all the females they have in Chocolate City, man. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> My yeah, he, he, chocolate- yeah, he likes to uh, play better for the baddies, as they say. Yeah, man. My loose <laughs> mind in Chocolate City, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do a couple more, y'all. Let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. AJ Rockstar said, "Imagine getting three superstars who want to be in DC from free agency." I mean, you know, look, I'm not gonna say this far fetched. It's just that they're working on the culture, they're working on the prestige of the franchise, they're working on making this a destination city. It's gonna take time, but when you add personalities like Jordan Poole, you know, certain players people want to play with, man. Um, so. Yeah, I can imagine down the road building this into a, a destination where we can that that is definitely a goal that I want for this team. And I this is this is definitely something I want for the for the fan base to see, man. So I'd want to see that. Let's see. We'll do one more. Uh you see any uh, e- 
Well, yeah, about being a destination city, it's just so tough to the point where a guy yeah. who was born and raised in D.C. and Kevin Durant, you know, didn't even have a meeting with the Wizards. So that kind of just showed you how rock bottom we were as a destination city. A lot of teams are – they're not destination cities, you know, until they really draft well and get good players in there. You know, Milwaukee will never be a destination city, but they got Giannis. So they just were able to build and – they made good transactions. So sometimes you just got to be, you just got to construct a team around uh, really, really the NBA is constructed around trades. Now guys wanting out instead of just straight up free agency. Anyway, that's just kind of how it is now back at the time where KD team hop to the warriors, that was probably like the last time. And Kawhi was probably the last big time yeah. free agent to just straight up sign with the team. Other than that, it's just a, a lot of the roster construction has been either through the draft or through trades, but uh, Kevin Durant not showing up to not come, not even having a meeting to show where we were at. And we were, we were good at the time. You know, we had John Wall, Bradley yeah. Bill, once again, the death row team. That was one of the best DC teams that we've had in the past, you know, what, 15, 20 years. So, yeah, but you know why we missed out is because we came up with the wackiest proposition ever, man. We signed Scott Brooks, like, and like, like that was going to be the one factor that's going to bring KD. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, man. Really? That's it? Oh, we, we really did not even make an effort, man. And that's why he just said, man, really, really? <laughs> um, so we're going to do two more comments. Um, and there's a couple that are uh, similar. Uh, Jerry said the Wizkids need a legit big man. Gafford is a solid backup, not a starter. Mm. And Joshua Jenkins, kind of same thing. Uh, we need another big. I'm concerned about the center position. I think we all are, bro. Um, I agree. I, I'm a big Gafford fan. Actually, that's my guy. I, but – um, long term, yeah, we definitely need to find that center of the future. Now, Gaff, you know, he, he's, he's got some things to work on, but I think he's going to do good in starting these couple years of the rebuild. But long term, I feel you. And I know that um, I'm going to pull up one more comment real quick, E, because I know he asked us a question a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. Will we lose the draft pick if we make the playoffs per the Westbrook trade? Yes. I believe it's uh, – what, uh, what is it? Is it top 12 top or 12. top 8? Top, top 12, 12 okay. yeah. Yeah, so if we're a playoff team, you can say goodbye. Yeah, you, might Adios. Well just keep it. you might as well you <laughs> might as well just lose and keep the pick rather than getting the eighth seed or making a play in and getting swept by the Bucks or the the Sixers or the Heat getting swept by one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but it, you know, it is what it is. So we're gonna go ahead and roll out, guys. Definitely appreciate y'all showing up, man. The excitement's in the air, new schedule release. So man, the season is coming fast you know the nfl season's here so not far behind it is the nba season so definitely appreciate you guys um thank you for making locked the wizards your first listen every day every day is tomorrow or rather next week uh, where we potentially have a couple of special guests but one of them is greg feinberg of bullets forever so we're definitely gonna have some good content leading up to training camp and we're gonna do some mailbags so definitely send us your best questions because we're gonna answer a lot of your questions regarding rotations and potential so we're gonna do a lot of chopping up leading up to training camp and the pre-season so um definitely like subscribe hit the notification button when the videos come out definitely let us know because we're putting a lot of dope content out wherever you get your podcast a five-star review is much appreciated so hail to the wizards and peace see y'all later see y'all next time man Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.